little warm, don't you think? Is this algae? Maybe it's a sex lubricant, huh? My Bleeding Ears podcast. This is episode number 90. Jessalyn's pick. It's my episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every five episodes, Jessalyn gets to pick her movie of the week. It used to be every ten episodes until I changed it. I got some feedback and I listened to said people and uh, I was like, yeah, why not every five, you know, seeing as you're on the show every, every week. Yeah. That's so nice. Thank you, whoever that was. When you first approached me about it, I thought you were going to say that they asked for less of me, and I was just <laughs> shredded. Aww. So, thanks everyone, or whoever it was. Whomever it was. Sorry for those of you who disagreed. It was actually Jason Bollinger from the Tech oh, of the Killer podcast who said something. I was like, oh, you got a good point there. I'll awesome. throw, you know, you know and, I, and I like having you have your movie of the week, because they tend to differ a lot. From my movies I was just going to say that. Yeah, we have similar tastes in movies, but different subgenres. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, and it's it's good to mix things up. You know, um, especially, you know, when we do uh, movies that are just released that we do for Movie of the Week, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to doing, like, movies from the 80s and 90s or from the past or nostalgic films or movies that we didn't see from the past. So I, it's, I like doing that because it, it, it's more of a challenge to do that than just to just constantly go over movies that you like. For sure. Agreed. And then it's just going to be me and you blowing each other um, figuratively yeah. about movies. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to respond to that. It's just a figure <laughs> of speech, honey. Jesus. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's start talking about blowing each other and let's talk about Stop some... blinding people with that image. No. <laughs> 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 That's why I don't usually put my picture up on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of the first movies that we saw this weekend, we went and saw a, a double feature or double header as I like Finally, to call it. Finally. We haven't been to the movies in forever long. I know, and I blame you for that one. Because? Why? I don't know. I just like, blame you for things. <laughs> I'm bugging you to go to the movies for weeks now. Yeah, you would. I threatened to go yeah. see these without you. But then I was like, yeah, I want to go see them and... We the first one was Scary yeah. Stories to Tell in the Dark, mm-hmm. the film adaptation of that movie, which I had a really good time watching it, and it wasn't so did I. what I expected. I expected more of like a Goosebumps kind of movie, more humor yeah. in it. Uh, there was humor in it, but it really just came from one character, uh, their comic relief, of course. Uh, and that was pretty much it with the comedy, because uh, then you can watch like a movie like Goosebumps, and you have multiple characters, multiple funny lines going through it, and yeah, it's a comedy. So that's what I came into this movie thinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it didn't really deter me, 
because you can make scary movies funny. And that's, Absolutely. Yeah, that's it's a pretty fine line you have to have to toe to do it and have it become successful and awesome. Uh, a, a good way to explain that would be um, Return of the Living Dead. Perfect movie of adding comedy and horror. They yeah. did it so well. And that movie was a classic. It really is. But then you look at the sequel and they tried to do that again and it just came off as goofy and not scary at all. Yeah. It's... I do think some of the best horror movies have to have humor. A little bit of in humor them. in there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And yeah. it's not exactly easy to pull off. And I'm going to get to that. Yeah. And, and yeah. especially, you know, and during times where there's tension happening... Yeah, let off, let off a little joke every once in a while. Yes. It just show that to kind of show like, yeah, you're scared too, but you know we can kind of get through this. This and... is a safe place to be scared and explore those feelings. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. But with scary stories, uh, they didn't really do that, um, and a lot. I, I guess a lot of people thought this was going to be like an anthology. Cause, I did. Yeah. Because the scary stories were just a bunch of different stories, mm-hmm. uh, short stories too, like two or three pages in a kid's book mm-hmm. uh, with illustrations so <laughs> Wait, yeah that's kind of i mean I, I guess you could have done that um you could have probably put in about like 10 or 12 stories <laughs> in the movie itself mm-hmm. uh, but, but i liked I, the way they did it yes yeah, same here i think they did it the right way uh, different I, monsters yes so, yeah. yes mm-hmm. um so yeah i i have to agree that they did this the right way and not making it an anthology movie or like goosebumps um i guess one of the big things that I took away from this movie was that there really was no big rev- uh, resolution at the end of the movie because um, there are people missing. And unless you're looking for a sequel, which I, of course they are, and every of movie course. out there is looking for yeah. a sequel now, um, that they'll they'll get it. They might. Uh, although this movie didn't do the best at the box office. It did all right. Okay. You know, it's, it's fine. I liked it. I agree. It's not Goosebumps. It's not as silly mm-hmm. as Goosebumps. And I liked Goosebumps for what it was, which was a silly kids movie. Mm-hmm. But I do think that this is also, I called it a starter kit for eight-year-olds to get into horror movies. And I stand yes. by that. As there were two kids in front of us who were so stoked to see yes. this movie. And I feel like it was their aunt and uncle who brought them to see this movie. And they, they must were... have been between like 7 and 10, yeah. I would say. And they loved it. And it's exactly... Yeah. It has some scary elements. I definitely... There was one yeah. monster yeah, that, that scared creeped you me. Out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a kid's movie, yeah. I would say. And I remember even, kids to it. even hearing the kids say, like, oh, I've been waiting forever to see this movie. Yeah. Thank you. And they loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, all right. Hell yeah. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Kids like that, they're able to handle horror horror movies, and at that age, I was able to handle horror movies for the most part. I'd seen much scarier than this, for yes. sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So yeah, that was a cool experience. I liked to, uh, everyone was quiet, you know, yes. um, it, was, it, was a, it was a fine time. Yeah, um, so I would say, it's. I was entertained, it's kids movie, I would call it. To us, yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, kind of to us, if you will. Of the yes, well, it's a fine 13 year old. old one. <laughs> yeah, but take your kids, they'll love it. <laughs> you might not love it, but your kids will. Your kids are going to love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, the other 20 hour movie that we saw <laughs> following this one um, It Too. It's chapter two, yes. I loved the first one. I thought the first one was 
awesome. Mm-hmm. We rewatched it right after we saw this, and I wish yes. we'd watched it right before. Yes. I forgot a lot. I remembered a lot, because <laughs> I really, really liked the first one. Yeah, I do too. I, I believe I gave it an A on our when we reviewed it on the show when it came out, I, I want to say. I think I did too. That's definitely how I feel now. Yeah, yeah. you're going to give it an A also? Mm-hmm. The, the first sem- one, the se- yeah. How about the second one? I give the second one a solid B. Mm. I've been thinking about it, because when we walked out of the theaters, I thought, I don't know if I thought this was good, but I'm going to watch it a million more times. <laughs> well, I'm that doesn't mean shit. entertained, yeah. Because you put on the Vampire Diaries all the time. <laughs> I do. So that doesn't when mean When I don't anything. need to pay attention at all, and then maybe see a little bit of CW gore. But uh, I think what it was, I've been thinking about it, I think this movie was actually a comedy first, and then a horror movie second. And that's not what I thought I was walking into. Really? So now that I know that, I want to see it again, and I think I'll like it a lot more. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? What, seeing it as more of a comedy than a horror movie? Yeah, a comedy first and a horror movie second. I, you know, I really didn't get that get that out of there, because I had already gotten the same kind of back and forth in the first one, so mm-hmm. I expected it in this one, too. And yeah, yeah, they did that. And, but no, I, I definitely think it's it's a horror movie and comedy secondary. Okay. Um, yeah, there were a lot of funny parts or parts that were supposed to be funny at least. Yeah, there were some that didn't land. There's right, that. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hader, of course, was really funny. In of this. course. And made me um, a little bit clumped. Not gonna lie. Yeah, towards the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was uh, some of the arcs of the characters were done well. Some of them weren't done well. Um, some of the characters are just boring <laughs> in, in this. Yeah. Um, Mike is one of them. He's really boring. I, even through the old one, too, he was really boring in that one. To and be this fair, one, there's not much in the source material to get. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I mean, there's not much the actor can do with it, but yeah. still, still a boring character. He gets to go down, spoilers, sorry, he gets to go down in the sewers with all of them, which doesn't happen in the book or the old movie, right. and I'm it, glad that they did that. Right. But, um, yeah, he, uh, the Old Spice guy, he did a fine job, um, but, hey, uh, it's just a boring character. Even I didn't think Bill was that interesting. Bill was, uh, Bill, actually, a lot of the characters, Ben included. Ben didn't have much to do. No. They gave Richie and Eddie a lot to do. Richie and Eddie a lot, and they gave, um... Everyone else shit, really. <laughs> yeah, and they added a, a layer to Richie and Eddie. Yeah, they did. In the book or the old movie. Right. That I loved. I thought that made it even more interesting, their relationship. Uh, and Richie. I could either take it or leave it. I could have gotten a relationship out of that, even if there wasn't the implications of homosexuality in right. there. I've watched enough fucking John Woo movies to where <laughs> men just being men and blowing shit up together and not having any, like, any love for one of each other sexually, but still, like, love each other um, as humans and still be able to, to blow shit up, then yeah, I, I guess sure. I don't need it either other way, but it doesn't really take anything away from the movie either, so for I me, think- it could either stay or go, but I'm not going to be a person to be like... God damn it, they're trying to put all these homosexuals in movies now, and they have this agenda. I don't really give a fuck. No, and that's not what I thought they were doing. No, I no. I thought they were adding a layer to Richie to make him a little more interesting. Because to mm-hmm. be honest, he's, he's maybe not. Richie? Yeah. Well, uh, 
what just like his character he, well that's human i suppose like he he was the comic relief in uh-huh. both the book and the old movie and that was maybe it and this adds more depth to Richie, I think. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the characters needed more depth, and they yeah. really just did go in on, on Richie for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the what's-his-face, um, Bill, uh, you have his stutter in Georgie, of course, and that goes through this movie, too. Mm-hmm. But there's, I mean, they cut his wife out of the movie totally. Yeah. For the most part. They, right, she, in one scene. Jen we- Weeksler, Wexler, whatever, is that her name? I, f- I don't know. I forgot but she uh, she was in Teeth. She was the main lead in Teeth. Oh right. Mm-hmm. And then she was cut out. I, I you know I'm thinking that more scenes were filmed for this. I, I got to believe that that she came down to Derry, and that was cut out of the movie because it would have been four hours long. That happens in the book. So same with Tom, uh, Beverly's husband. Right. He then that doesn't happen in the old movie, but it does happen in the books. Uh-huh. He follows her because he wants to kill her, right. and then it kind of takes over takes him over and then eventually kills him and no one cares <laughs> yeah maybe they did film those scenes but even her wasn't even like like her whole backstory and everything really was they could have made it better they could have taken a little more time and taken some more stuff out that they didn't need and I put agree. in there it was really quick to to reintroduce these characters I'm going to say, what, a minute each, maybe even less, and this yeah. is like almost a three-hour movie? They get right to it, yeah. And then there's just like some scenes to where you can just cut out, and they, you know, they could have cut out the whole scene with the fucking bag or whatever that collects the three balls or whatever. They could have cut that whole thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kept it in because I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, it's in the book, right? And to see it in the movie, I'm, I'm sure it made a lot of people happy. Um, You're right. It, it's. I mean, I'm going to say it's too long because it's two hours yeah. and 49 minutes. But if it's going to be that long, you're right. I do feel like they shied away from cutting some stuff out of the book when I have my problems with Stephen King as an adult woman now going back and reading them. But one thing that he's really good at, at least when he's describing men and sometimes women, is character develop- development. Uh-huh. And there's tons of that in It for the kids and the adults. Yeah. And yeah, they kind of sidelined that in favor yeah. of well, we have to keep this part in the from the book in this movie. Yes, yeah. So I agree with you. Yeah, I'm sure that made a lot of people happy, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there were a lot of parts that they had in this movie that they had in the prior movie that made you happy. Um, but then they had the thing like the Paul Bunyan, yeah. <laughs> which you hated. You know, <laughs> I thought it, it's stupid in the book. I read that Stephen King asked if they could. Apparently, he's really into Paul Bunyan. And he asked if they could keep that part, and so they did. And then there was another part he asked for that they didn't. I forget what it was, but when I saw like Stephen King asked to keep Paul Bunyan, I was like, okay, that makes sense, because he might be the only one who doesn't think that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, okay, well, it's his source material. We'll give him Paul Bunyan. <laughs> and how about the the Stephen King cameo, too? Um, cute. Yeah. He's always cute. Sure. Okay. You didn't think it was cute? I mean, I knew it was him as soon as the, they showed the fucking store. They didn't even have to show the guy in the store yet. Or you, you didn't even need to hear his voice. I knew it was him right away. Well, I needed to hear his voice because he's not... He didn't have anything to do with the first one. So I guess I was a little yeah. surprised to hear him and then see him in the second one. And then the original Ben makes a cameo. Yes, and, that and, uh, I got really excited about. Original ben. young Ben, yes. yeah. Um, and I, I am stuck between 
a B minus and a C plus for this movie. All in all, I did enjoy it. I think you should watch it again as a comedy. And <laughs> maybe I need to do that. Because, <laughs> like, at the end, even with the... Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it is pretty fucking funny to see Pennywise as a half spider, too. Yeah, that part's kind of silly. <clears throat> um, CGI to the max in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too not... much. And I'm pretty sure Muschetti really likes the naked, long-haired, crazy old woman. Because it's in, what, Mama? And <laughs> now it's I in this really movie. I wish we had never seen her face. She's a lot scarier in the trailer when you never see her face. Right. <clears throat> but all in all, I, I did enjoy the movie. Bit too long. Uh, of course, we had noisy people next to us. I mean, yeah. as usual, it doesn't fucking matter. We did. They talked through the whole movie. They were really loud at first, and I asked them to please be quiet because I could hear them all the way on the other side of the theater. <laughs> and then we could just hear them talking in normal voices right. instead of shouting over the movie. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I give it a B. I liked it. I want to see it again because I feel like my grade will come up a little bit. I feel like the, the doors landed again, the very scary, scary, not scary at all doors. Oh, yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I enjoyed that part. <laughs> yeah, uh, Richie and Eddie were the best parts of the movie. Yes, easily. They really were. Every part of them, yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, I do say check this one out, even though I'm giving it kind of a low grade overall. For sure, it's just, check it out. It's yeah. just because fr- I like the first one so much, mm-hmm. and I'm not a big fan of the original movie. I know you've seen it a hundred times. I know it's stupid, and I didn't even love the book the second, the uh, fifth time I read it. Jesus. Um, I got too old for it, I guess. I don't know, but the nostalgia factor in this case is really high for me. Wow. I was probably going to like just there being an It movie, even if it was bad. And I don't think it's bad. But I want to revisit it as a comedy and see if I like it more that yeah, way. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. When it comes out on video on demand. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to the theater again to watch no. it. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless I can pause it. Take a bathroom break. Yeah. Too long. Way too long. <laughs> but you know, I, I believe he's going to make a super long fucking version of both movies and added shit in there Throw at some point. together and mix them up. And of course I'll watch that. <laughs> and Because that's going to be presented more as like a series. And I think the biggest thing is that, it, yeah, it's very long for a horror movie to be in a theater. Yeah. If, it, mm-hmm. if this, because yeah, we watched, <clears throat> what, The Haunting of Hull House and... I mean, nonstop for the most part. We watched like yeah. three or four episodes back mm-hmm. to back, and that's more than three hours right there. I just think if we're in the right environment, then yeah, a three-hour movie is fine, but not a theater. That's a good point, because horror isn't restricted to movie theaters anymore, and by that I'm talking yeah. about ratings. Like mm-hmm. You can make a mini-series of horror. So yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. You can take something like it and make it ten episodes. Yeah. Make it as gory and raunchy as you want to. Hell and yeah. And it on Netflix or Hulu where you can do wherever you, whatever you want. Yeah, Netflix yeah. is great. Like, we watched some glow yesterday and there were dicks and boobs all over. Yep. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, hell yeah, I'm all about that. Like, jeez. Yeah. Such prudes. <laughs> <laughs> See euphoria. <laughs> You'll lose count of dicks in that. I don't know. I don't lose count of breasts. How can I lose dicks? Because breasts are a little tougher. Because sometimes you don't see one. Maybe. Dicks, you see one. There's not. True. There's not another one. Flat because they're so the score. And I, there have got to be more dicks than boobs on that show. There have got to be. 
Yeah. Well, I'll take your word for that. But maybe one. it's also what you said. I just noticed a dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it pops out a lot more. Breasts now. <laughs> Diamond pear, I guess. Or, I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, thanks. Give me the babe. <laughs> That'll do, pig. Your breasts. <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2012 film John Dies at the End, directed by John Don Coscarelli. John Coscarelli. <laughs> Don Coscarelli from Beastmaster and Phantasm fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, we once did Beastmaster on the show. We did. Uh, he also wrote it, and well, adapted it with um, the novels and stories by David Wong, uh, which also is John Dies at the End. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. We first saw this movie when it uh, came out uh, right in 2012, and we were really interested in it. We saw that uh, the the cover of the the, the film itself is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, You look at it, you see Paul Giamatti's floating head. Uh, You see a skull (laughs) with like a a welder's helmet on. You see a couple guys, a dog, some weapons and shit. And you're in the middle of it all. And you're just wondering, like, what the fuck is this movie about? (laughs) And that was my initial reaction, and I saw was, uh, Coscarelli did it, and I really liked Bubba Hotep mm-hmm. and Beastmaster and the Phantasm films, so I was, like, very interested in it. I know he's a pretty competent director, and he'll take some chances with his films, too. Uh, especially if you're known for a movie like Phantasm, then to do a movie like Bubba Hotep, which isn't Phantasm, really, and uh, to make it funny and to yeah. not make it like a phantasm scary kind of movie mm-hmm. even though there is some comedy in those this was a comedy like bubble hotel was a comedy uh it was a comedy horror movie um yeah. <laughs> and uh, phantasm was just a horror movie uh, i believe it's more of a comedy than a horror movie though um bubble hotel yeah uh, with john does at the end this is i would say like a fantasy movie or yeah, a sci-fi, <clears throat> sci-fi comedy kind is of what i comedy. call it yeah and yeah, sci-fi comedy, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this movie is about soy sauce and not the kind you put on your rice. <clears throat> it's about this drug that um, gives you, uh, lets you kind of travel through time and just have weird experiences and be able to know things that no one else knows. And it's just like this weird chemical that makes you... Um, aware of everything around you for the most part. Yeah, the main character, Dave, describes it as kind of just opening up your mind. It reminds me of, like, the times I did LSD in college. (laughs) Obviously, it did not open up my mind to interdimensional travel or anything like that, but you definitely feel like you're thinking all these thoughts and, you know, having all these epiphanies that you never had before. Right, exactly. So I feel like that was maybe some of the source material, (laughs) turning on LSD a little bit. But yeah, it's uh, it opens up your mind, and and when it does that, 
more things can get through to you from different dimensions right, and different yes. times. Like your antennas go out farther. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, I really need to know about you on acid more, but we'll talk about that some other point in time. some stupid stuff that I did in college. Yeah. I, would never, <laughs> I don't regret it. I would never do it again. <laughs> acid in college. Never. I did it in high school, okay? Jeez. You're way cooler than I am. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> um... We have some great actors in this movie. We have Chase Williamson, who is like, he's kind of an obscure actor. He's in some low-budget stuff. Uh, he's in The Guest. He plays Maka Monroe's uh, boyfriend uh, character mm -hmm. in that movie. Uh, he's in Victor Crowley, um, Beyond the Gates. He's like a main character in that, too. That video game show? Video game high school or something like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of weird TV shows. Uh, video game high school? Something like that, yeah. Dude, if they had a high school like that when I was growing up, <laughs> they still probably would have failed. They would have had me play some shitty games. <coughs> I said he hasn't really been in much, but I'm wrong. Yeah. I just haven't seen yeah. him in much. Yeah. I think he's growing. You know, He's, he's getting out there a yeah. little more. And Rob Mays, who I, I really haven't seen anything. Tons of TV. That's why. He's I haven't Canada. Really seen him do a lot of, maybe, yeah. <coughs> I didn't look to see where he was from, but yeah. He's a Canadian actor. Mm -hmm. He's awesome in this movie. He's the movie, great, yeah. He's not in it as much as you would think, <clears throat> seeing as that his name is in the fucking title of the right. movie. But our, our character of David, David Wong, uh, played by Chase Williamson, is our main character. And yeah. we see he's our main <laughs> character. He's the uh, narrator. Um, and he does the voice. You know, of course, he does the voiceovers for everything. Mm -hmm. And every scene, uh, he's in every single scene for the most part. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Paul Giamatti plays uh, like a reporter that Dave asks, you know, to have like dinner with him so he can be able to tell him about the soy sauce and all the things he can see and hear and convince him that there's some crazy shit going on and that it needs to get out to the public. Right. Uh, of course, Paul Giamatti has been in tons of shit. If you don't know him, then. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I mean, you do. You know him. Yeah. Uh, Clancy Brown plays a, like, uh, Tony Robbins self-help guru kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Clancy Brown's awesome. How many credits does he have? 281. Jesus I actually Christ. wrote a couple down for us, and then I thought, why am I doing this? Oh, yeah. If you don't know who Clancy Brown is, you're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, Starship Troopers. Uh, he was in Pet Cemetery 2. Just to name a few of them. Tons of stuff. He usually plays like a hard-ass bad guy kind yeah. of type. He was in a video game I just played recently. <laughs> he has a lot of stuff going on. Clancy <laughs> motherfucking Brown. Yeah. Uh, we have Doug Jones, who uh, usually doesn't play like a human character. Yeah, this is one of the few <laughs> times you see Doug Jones' face. He uh, is in Hellboy. He was Abe Sapien. He was one of the uh, guys from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The episode Slayer. is Hush. It's one of the best oh, yes. episodes. Um, the Gentleman. The Gentleman, right. Mm -hmm. So you don't really don't get to see him out of makeup too much, but in this one he's, he, he's a small part, but he's still a pretty cool character. Yeah. You said The Shape of Water, mm -hmm. right? I feel like anybody knows that movie. Yes, The Shape yeah. of Water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I didn't, but... Uh, oh, okay. Um, Fabian Therese, who I... Remembered her, I remembered her from something um, recently while watching this movie, and I just couldn't put my finger on it. But then here I see you put the credits in for her. Yeah. And that she was in the movie Hover. Yeah, because when we were watching Hover at our first Cinepocalypse two years ago, right. 
It was driving us fucking crazy. Like, who is this yes. girl? And then we looked it up, and yep. Yeah, she plays. Amy, she plays Amy. Um, she only has. She has like half of an arm uh, in this movie. Well, of course, I believe she More has than that. two arms. She's like cut off at the wrist. I'd yeah, say. she's yeah. missing like yeah a, a good portion of her arm, yeah. including the hand and some of the wrist. Mm-hmm. So. Um, <clears throat> uh, and who else do we have? And that's really about it with the big names that I can remember. Um, yeah, Glenn Turman. He's in tons of shit, He's in so too. much stuff, yeah. Tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays a police officer in this one. And... And Daniel Roebuck, I feel like we have to mention, he's arts from Lost, but he also has 241 credits. So even if you don't know his name, you know his face. Even though you don't see his face Daniel in this Roebuck. movie. Who, wait... He's the guy who gets blown up by dynamite in Lost when they're carefully carrying. Oh, the okay, back. okay, yeah, that he's guy. He's Largeman. He's the one with the face mask on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it now. Anyway, okay. So oddly, we don't see his face. <laughs> we don't, yeah. But if we did see his face, you would totally know who Daniel Roebuck is. Okay. Yeah. And then from there, we uh, this movie is just all over the place, but in a good way. Yeah. There's so much going on in this movie. We're backtracking, we're, we're doing flashbacks, uh, time travel, time, interdimensional swapping. There's just so much going on. It's really hard to explain what this film like really is. Other than us just kind of telling you like to go see this movie. <clears throat> because it's something I've never seen before. And a lot, I believe a lot of people have never seen a movie like this before. Because it's just... It's just nuts. There's just so many different directions this movie takes. Is it a comedy? Is this like it has horror elements in it? it has zombies in it? Yeah. It has phantom limb fucking things in it? And uh, interdimensional travel. You have uh, smart dogs, uh, big huge monster with one eye, and you have uh, thirty breasts in this movie, and one dick as a doorknob. Yes, the very beginning. There's a meat monster. <laughs> There's fucking Clancy Brown. There's uh, homicidal flies. There's a fake Jamaican guy uh, who can tell like the future he's a and real stuff. Real Jamaican? <laughs> no, he's actually a fake Jamaican. That they well in the book actually oh. that he's a fake Jamaican that he's making up these things. So our main character of of Dave meets this one guy at a party who has the soy sauce stuff, and he pretty much tells David that hey, I can tell you anything. Um, if you, you know, I'll bet you a beer on it. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And the Jamaican guy, whose name is Robert Marley, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, tells him what his last dream was and blows his mind and starts, after that, spouting off more things about, you know, do you want to know when the first nuclear bomb hits the United States soil? Do you want to know, and like, which city, which city it's going to be in? When you'll meet your true love or the year she'll die you know and stuff like that and even when he's describing his dream to him he talks about how a thunderclap woke him up and uh-huh. he asks how did your mind know that the thunderclap was coming so there's right when like, lives yeah. like that yeah, yeah it's really awesome it makes you think too and it's yeah. like what if i can know these things and i thought about this a lot last night and i would want to know actually about all this stuff happening yeah um I'm sure you I would. Wouldn't. Want to, I want to know when I die. I want to know when you die. Just so I could be fucking... I can, if, if I were to die, let's say, when I'm like 50 years old, that's like, okay, you're going to die that day. And I know it, what, 12 years from now? 
I'm like, all right, well, fuck you, first of all, because I am going to be the master of my life here. <laughs> and if you say I'm dying at 50, I'm offing myself at 49, asshole, because you're not taking me out that way. Well, it probably depends on how you go, because maybe you I'm would be able to change the... We're getting way off track. No, no, we're not. <laughs> this is perfectly on track. All right, all right. Anyway. So, uh, from there, he... Uh, uh, John, his friend, of course, uh, uh, takes the soy sauce... And he calls Dave saying, hey, uh, come get me. I'm freaking out. I took this drug with the Bob Marley. <laughs> and he goes and he picks him up. And uh, after picking him up, they go to a restaurant and he tells him everything that happened. And then he gets another phone call from John, even though he's sitting right next to John. <laughs> yeah. But before that, John has said, you're probably going to get like 35 voicemails. From yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, I've been calling you constantly. And, like, where have you been? So, like, oh, you're probably going to get all these phone calls during time of me calling you. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're acting really weird last time I talked to you on the phone. And then, of course, he calls him and he's acting weird on the phone. So it's and really John funny. goes, is that me? Is that me? It's me, <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> I, I can't tell you how much, how awesome John is in this movie. Yeah. He's the best character. Um, Dave, the character of Dave really keeps the movie together. Yeah. But John really amps it up because he's the he's the goofy one. He's kind right. of like uh, this is like a supernatural in a way, and he's more <laughs> of the, the 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 more chill guy in that show. What's his name? Dean. Dean and Sam is the more serious guy. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like that in a way. Kind of, it's cleverer than supernatural. Yes, way saying, more clever. <laughs> I'm not saying I'll watch Supernatural and think that there are some really funny episodes. Yeah, but. there's some funny stuff in yeah. there. <clears throat> I got no problem with Supernatural. Yeah. I'm happy there's a horror show out there. For sure. have all these different demons and fucking werewolves and whatever. They could go on forever, apparently, yeah. if they wanted it to. Yeah. I'm all good with that. Yeah. Hell yeah. There needs to be more shows like that. I'm in. But, but yeah, it, you're right. So Straight Man and... Yeah, the Straight Man and kind of the, the semi-comic yeah. comedy relief. But he's... Uh, uh, whatchamacallit? John is probably the best part of this movie he's just like so cute and likable and everything kind of dumb yeah you know he's kind of like a a a slightly smarter dumb dog in a way (laughs) (laughs) like the dog's only like a real dumb dog but he knows how to lay down you know it's kind of like that but he also i mean he's he also knows exactly what's happening to him and does a pretty good job of explaining it to dave yes yeah Yeah. he does (laughs) (laughs) so from so from there we uh uh Dave accidentally, accidentally takes the soy sauce too, and that pretty much takes them on their journey from there. Mm-hmm. Um, they find out that Clancy Brown's character, Marconi, actually does have powers, mm-hmm. and they team up with him later on in the movie, and in the beginning of the movie too, we kind of learn out that they all kind of work together to get rid of like interdimensional bad people, or ghosts, yeah. or or whatever, you know, just, uh, they're, they're like, uh, the first defense on this kind of thing. Like, interdimensional guardians of the interdimension. Right. <laughs> just like how Supernatural, Dean and Sam are, like, the, the guys who go out and get yeah. all the, yeah, those people. This time around, actually, I started thinking, I'm not sure Rick and Morty would even exist, let alone be as popular as it is, without a movie like this. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a really good point, because <laughs> they do travel interdimensionally yeah. and just try out silly things, and there are a lot of silly things in this movie, but you're going into a film that says John dies at the end, and yes. you've been so far through this movie, when you get to the end, and how ridiculous it is, 
it doesn't even register because you're you're along for this ride and you're you're not taking this shit too seriously. Yeah. So if you watch this movie, do not take it seriously. No. Have a good time with it and watch it and just laugh at the funny parts which you think are funny and and question shit later. Yeah. Otherwise, just have a good time watching. You're it. like a scientist who knows a lot about mm. dimensions and time travel. Try not to get too hung up on yeah. this movie. <laughs> Relax there, yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be fine. Easy Stephen Hawking. This is comedy. <laughs> yeah. uh, total kills. We have nine human and twelve cartoon. Yes. <laughs> was it only twelve in that cartoon? Yeah, there's only twelve. Cartoon's a little upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, it was um, 30 breasts. It's a lot of them, but they knocked out Pretty much all of those in one scene. One scene, and yeah. two scenes actually. Um, one dick, uh, doorknob dick, was that was the only penis in it. Um, and that's about it, really, with the, my little markings here of of things that happened. I give this movie an A, a solid A. Me too. Um, it's a good time. It's available to rent or buy on Amazon. It used to be on Shutter, and before that, it used to be on Netflix. It used to be on a lot so of things. Hopefully, it will come back to a platform where it's you don't have to rent or buy it. I think. But so. I would recommend. I paid four bucks for it. I should have just bought. Yeah, it. Yeah, you've, you've seen this movie at yeah. least eight times. I, I noticed it was the second time I'd rented it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Definitely do it. <clears throat> It's a very entertaining movie. Yeah, this is, is one where I was saying like not all the jokes land in it. Chapter two, all of the jokes land pretty well. In they this do, movie, I they think. do. Yeah, and yeah, they, some are pretty subtle, but yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a definite A for me. Surprising, man! It was really surprising that I liked this movie so much because there's some stuff in this film too that can really take you out of it. But okay. <clears throat> like what? It can if you go in there with a the mindset, really thinking that you know this is going to be like Oscar-worthy film. This is you know oh. the, the best. Yeah, don't do uh, that. The only thing that uh, that can could take you out of this movie is some of the effects. Um, not the best green screen going on in here. There's certain parts where green screen is pretty bad. Yeah, but I feel like it doesn't. It didn't take me out of it because right. the tone <clears throat> is already kind of silly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you could think that too about Bubba Hotep. Some yeah. of the some of the effects in that movie aren't all that great, but when you got Bruce Campbell being a jackass, acting like Elvis, then it doesn't yeah. really fucking matter. Mm -hmm. Which is great. I like that. And there's certain parts in this film that are like that too, like certain bugs crawling around. They look kind of silly, or the the mustache part. Uh, yeah, the mustache part. It can look kind of silly, but it works here, and it's. Yeah. It's just kind of cute. You're like, oh, I'm trying. You're not turning into a penis. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly adorable. <laughs> oh, the dick door. It's soft. <laughs> I feel like that's an important it's big, though. That's not very veiny, but it's, 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 it's there's a good mass to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's our first dick in our movie of the week, I think. Is it? No, there has to be I mean, one. I mean, we've I talked about movies we've seen with dicks in it. Yeah, but right? no. Yeah, there. I gotta look back in some okay. episodes. I'm sure there are some where there's dicks. There's Leave has us to be. comments if, we're, if I'm wrong about this. If not, next fucking movie. We're, uh, next episode, I'm doing a Harvey Keitel movie, and there will definitely <laughs> be a dick in that one, right? <laughs> Bad Lieutenant. I'll save that one for later. There you go. Anyway, uh, that about does it for us, unless, I don't know, favorite part? 
Oh, man, I should think about this. You ask me every time. No, you ask me every time what my favorite part is, right when I close the show. You go. What's your favorite part? Uh, I would have to say the, <laughs> the part with the the mustache, actually. That's one of my favorite parts, where John is being interrogated by one of the police officers, That um, the guy with the soy sauce, Bob Marley, uh, dies, or is, is murdered, yeah. s- supposedly, and... John and Dave are both suspects in it. <clears throat> so the one of the cops is interrogating David, and then there's another cop in the room, but we learn that that cop isn't really actually there, and he's like a ghost or whatever, and that uh, he's like a big cop, and he's got a mustache, and you automatically believe that these two police officers are together when they enter this room, mm-hmm. but then Dave calls, uh, John calls Dave and says, hey, um, do you leave the police station yet or whatever, and it's like, uh, why can't you leave? He's like, well, there's a cop here. He's like, no one is in that room with you right now. And then <laughs> we learned that yeah, that cop is not really there. And the mustache he has on is actually not a mustache. It was like yeah. a weird kind of, I don't even know what it is. It's like a creature. John says something like, no, Dave says something, well, oh, well, then he can't hurt me. And John goes, oh, no, I'm pretty sure he can oh, hurt you. Oh, he can sure. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when the cop attacks him. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite part of the movie right that's there. Because it's silly and it's funny. <laughs> Um, I like carrying on with that because he realizes the phone he's talking to John with is broken. Uh-huh. And so John has him buy a bratwurst and put that up to his ear. To <laughs> that the phone is irrelevant. Like right, you can just... He's it in, is, yeah. It's like a frequency that he can yes. hear John. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe my favorite part is when the detective, Glenn Turman, goes to the apartment where the Rastafarian died. Uh-huh. So... What happened was the Rastafarian... Trailer Park. Trailer Park. Trailer Park. I'm sorry. What happened with the the Rastafarian guy, Marley, is that he was inhabited by all these bugs. They're like uh-huh. legion, and they take over the body and eventually just eat you alive. Uh-huh. Yeah. And those are from other, another dimension, too. So. Right. That's, I believe... Is that... I believe that's the same dimension to where they go and fight the beast. Yeah. Um, that they... Yeah. So the cop shows up. He doesn't know what's going on, but he wants it all to stop. And so he's going to set everything on fire and kill Dave. And so Dave gets some soy sauce in him, goes back in time to the plant that created the bullet that's about to shoot him and distracts the guy who's about to cap the bullet and then a fly goes into that <laughs> bullet. He just says, hey, and that's it. <laughs> And he, the cop shoots the bullet, and it's just a dud. It just yeah. like bounces right off. Right. Of him. I think <laughs> that part is really interesting. There's so many fun parts yes. like that. This is a definite checkout. Yeah, rent it right away. Buy it if not renting. Um, yeah, absolutely. Final words. See it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We will be gone next week. We will be on our little vacation. But we will be back the following week with a brand new episode from me. And, you know the movie? Uh, I'm probably going to pick a horror movie. Get a little bit more on track with horror movies okay. here. I got a little off track with a lot of uh, action movies lately. Mm-hmm. And I want to kind of dive back into horror again. And I think it's going to be a, a horror movie that I haven't seen yet. And uh, we can go from there and just give, uh, give our nice little review and... We'll see you guys or hear from you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening.